Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Carl, today we're continuing our series on lessons from American Idol. I think we're having too much fun. <laughs> At least we are. I hope our listeners are as they listen to us. <laughs> well, it's hard to believe, but even American Idol can get annoying at times. Yes. <laughs> well, today we're talking about being yourself and not changing the melody. This is one of the things that annoys me most about this show. Every week, it seems, the contestants will get one bit of feedback from the judges, and they'll go and they'll implement it, and then they'll criticize the exact opposite thing. Yes, because of the style of music or the choice of song. That's right. If you have a classic, they say, don't mess with the classic. So then you don't mess with it, and they come back and say, well, you didn't put your stamp on that song. Yeah, could have used was a few copycat. more runs. Yeah. <laughs> what is really at the root of this? What is the business... Uh, business angle on our topic today? Well, we are all working on a team for um, a company where we are trying to share the mission of the company, make money around what we're about so that we all need to get on board and put our uniqueness aside and work together. On the other hand, the only way we really want to get up in the morning and go for it and work real hard for someone else, for someone else's dream, if we don't share it completely, is if we can put our individual stamp on it. And if we have an opportunity to do that, it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more energizing and sweat and blood that goes into a hard day's work is actually more fulfilling. And of course, everyone, including the company and the reason we're all in there to make money works better. I can imagine this is a, a might be a frustration for someone really going into a, an established company who really wants to stand out and be an individual, uh, but maybe surrounded by some pretty rigid principles on how to do things and procedures. Exactly. And that's where finally there was a great insight on American Idol when they gave the advice to put your mark on the song, but don't change the melody. So for the first time, instead of flip-flopping back and forth, honor the classic and stay with it and, and don't mess with it or be yourself, be unique, you know, stop being a copycat, kind of came together and into the thing of honor the melody and then put your mark on that. So we take that over to the workplace and we are about the, our company. We're, we, we're not going to change what they're about in order to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. But given if we're an idea person, in a task-oriented job, you know, we could find ways to contribute ideas. If we have a, we're kind of got the good critical eye and can see what doesn't work, we can. We want to find ways to bring that information into the mix, and and then again, if we're in a leadership responsibility, we want to be able to recognize those unique things in our team. But that's not often the case. People don't recognize individuality very often. They just want job done. Well, we wouldn't have been able to do a series on the bad boss like we did <laughs> That's recently. Right. That's right. If that wasn't the case, yes. Most people hate their boss. And it's often for that reason that all they can see is the results and all they can see is the getting the most compliance from the most people possible. And it doesn't matter who's in the chair. And they aren't recognized as having something to contribute themselves. So how do I start? How do I start if I'm a person of creativity who wants a little more kind of input into the way I do things. And I don't want to change the melody. I don't want to change what the company's about, but I can see how I and my individual gifts can enhance it. How do I do that in a rigid environment where they're not perhaps used to people doing things differently? Well, the first thing that you want to recognize, the first reality, however 
um, wrong it might be that you want to take back and make your own responsibility is that anything unique is often perceived negatively as criticism even as what we're doing not good enough you don't like what we're doing or as an attack and so the first thing we can do is affirm the melody affirm what the company's about say find ways to communicate we're on board with what our supervisor what leadership is trying to accomplish so then having articulated that you're on board with it you can bring up a new idea in how it helps them accomplish their goal or their result. And so you are perceived then as an ally trying to make it happen. Well, and sometimes you can change a little bit about what the company's about and give it a new focus. That is better. I'm thinking my example is Layla by Eric Clapton. You sang it one way and he re-released it another way. (laughs) It was even more popular the second time. So he didn't really change his style in a sense, but it was, it was true to who he was. Well, what we want people to do is when we make a contribution, we want them to give us a standing ovation Mm -hmm. and change everything and adopt all our ideas all of the time. And that's the only positive feedback that we'll receive. And that's a very unrealistic expectation. Um, large, especially large organizations change very slowly. Any organization changes very slowly. That's a, just a reality. So what we're working on is having our input or our contribution perceived differently. We want it perceived positively so that even if it's not implemented, it's welcomed. Even criticism. We both know people who just have the critical eye. When they're not listened to, they can even build into almost a complaining personality. It'd be very annoying. But the, the positive side of the complainer or the one with the critical eye is they can see what doesn't work. Well, you know, that's very valuable information to see the potential pitfalls, to see what's going to sabotage you down the road. You want to bring that to the table. Again, we go back to getting it perceived as welcome information that if you can articulate, you're on board with the goal. And now, aha, I see something that's going to either get in the way Mm -hmm. or not, or work against us, you'll get a hearing. And that's half the battle. Again, whether what they do with that hearing is in our leader's hands and not in ours. And it can be very disappointing when they don't embrace it and act on it all the time. But we have to be realistic about that. That's outside our control. But what is in our control is how we bring our information forward. And as leadership supervisors, people who kind of have a say over the melody, how do you begin to change so that your employees have a little bit more individuality in their roles? One, you want to do a lot of good work getting everybody on board with the melody and selling the melody and getting excited about the melody and not being threatened when people see that a run here or you know some staccato there would, would help with it, would add something. So one, you want to... Get some information of why alternatives bother you so much. What is that setting off in you? And, and if maybe get a, a friend outside the company or a coach to help you look at that. Is it threatening? Is it a, are you receiving it as criticism? Are you re- concerned that they think that you're failing and not up to the task in your role? Why does that set you off? Why do you not perceive it positively? And then second is to just to do the work yourself of saying, even if... They can't communicate it well. They bring something to the table that's different than I am. We'll all benefit if I can get everybody to bring themselves fully 
And anytime one of my team members leaves part of themselves at home, we all suffer. And if that part of themselves is different than me, I want to I want to be open to that. Well, I'm thankful for your insights today, Carl. We will be continuing our series next week with our topic. Well, we're going to stay one more week with the lessons from American Idol, and we're going to look at this whole thing about competitiveness among team members. On one sense, we're all in this together, but then on the other sense, only one contestant can win. <laughs> That's right. And as much as they like and are rooting for each other, they're not planning to come in second. <laughs> well, thank you for listening today. Uh, we'll see you next week. Check us out on the website at www.boldenterprises.com. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.